the ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Can we take our memory verse and then we'll be receiving the word of God? Proverbs chapter 28 verse 19. Let's read it together. Ready, go. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 19. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread. But he that followeth after vain persons shall have poverty enough. Mercy. How many want to be poor? How many want to have enough bread? Yeah. So the Bible is showing us how to do this. And it says that the one who tills his ground. In other words, you are working on it. Whatever you are doing, you are having time for it. Sometimes when we are doing things, we just do it anyhow. And we don't understand why we are poor. You see, sometimes even as a, an artisan, when you are doing your work, you just do it anyhow. And in Ghana, they have a way they say it, Fanesa, Fanesa. You see, but this Fanesa is going to make you poor. Nobody will come and sew the address from you again. Because when you sew the dress, we can't lift up our hand like this. The, the, this side... It's, it's tight. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Have you gone to sew a dress and they didn't sew it well? And how many, how many have experienced that? Then you're looking at me as if you don't know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So these are people who are Fanesar type of people. But the scripture is saying that as you till your ground, you work hard, you have plenty of bread. I see you having plenty of bread. But if you follow after people who don't have any aim in life, you will see that you become very poor. So we want to make this scripture work in our lives. Amen. Let's read it one more time. Ready, go. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 19. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread, but he that followeth after vain persons shall have poverty enough. Poverty in itself is a lot of problem. Enough. May that not be your story. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hand and ask God to help you to work hard. Pray that the Spirit of God will be upon you, a diligent spirit, to work in the house of God and to do your best wherever you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, we worship you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And here, here I am waiting. Abide in me, I pray. And here I am longing for you. Hide me in your love and bring me to my knees. Oh, 
may I know Jesus more and more oh come live in me all my life take over come breathe in me and I will rise on eagle oh come live in me oh all my life take over Lord take over Oh, come breathe in me, and I will rise on eagles' wings. Father, we want to thank you so much. We bless you for another time in your presence. Holy Spirit, please have your way. Guide us into all truth. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. If you have your book with you, what it means to be as wise as serpents, please take your book. Okay. So, uh, we've been looking also at um, the serpent. The serpent and the wisdom of the serpent. And um, we are seeing so many powerful things. We saw that in chapter 2, we said they are masters of non-dependent living. I, I'm not going to go into all that because we preach it already. If you want to hear the messages, come to church all the time. Okay. And then in chapter 3, we talked about the fact that they are masters of inner power. There's so much power in them that we are afraid of them. So, we are believing God that we too have so much power in us that demons will be afraid of us. Yeah, you see, the Bible says that there were some people, they called them the sons of Skiva. They went to try to cast out a demon from somebody. If, if you are not, you don't have something in you, don't just try to do something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they try to cast out the demon. And the demon said to them, Acts 19, the, the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. And <laughs> And Paul, I know. Now Paul also the But who are you? Now, <laughs> hey, hey! You have believed yourself. You have come to cast out a demon. What you want to be too? And the demon is asking you that who are you? You see, because when they look at us, they yes. can see everybody's level. Now, <laughs> They can see that this one. Level day. And some too they can see that there's nothing. 
you see so bible says that now they beat up there are seven of them verse 16 go to verse 16 and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them overcame them prevailed against them look at that so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded so you be in your house you see seven men with their bolombolums in front of them and they are running like they it's because you have gone to chew. Is, what's the word? Is it you're beating more than they can chew? Is it? So we are talking about an inner power. That when you do something, you can release the power and you can handle anything that is. And we looked at how you can develop your inner power. We said you must pray, especially in tongues. It builds you up. We said you must have your quiet time. All the time. And then we also said what? Hey. You have forgotten. Meditate on the word of God. Meditation fills you with the word. So clearly you can see that these men, they were not having their quiet time. They were not meditating on the word. They were not praying. And they have come that they are coming to cast out a demon. Hey. Ask the next person, these things that they are saying, is it affecting you too? Ask him if you try to cast out the demon now, will you also be running away naked? It's a question. Now imagine yourself running naked. In this Obuasi town here, mm. hey, tell somebody we have to develop our inner power. Amen. Amen. Today, I wanted to jump to chapter 12. Because I felt that um, it's going to help us uh, to launch something that we're going to get into. Chapter 12 says that snakes are masters of hiding and flourishing. Yeah. Somebody say masters of hiding and flourishing. 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 Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 10. And verse 19. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. So, what does it mean? Those of you who don't bring anything at all to church. What does it mean? As a Chinese you answer. No answer. <laughs> no, it's not a good habit. Yeah. So try. Everybody have a notebook. Even me, as a bishop, I take notes. I when I go to I have my notebook. I have my Bible. How do you think I know all these things in my head? Me too, I learn just like anybody. I'm not a special person. I also just sit down and learn. Sometimes you tell yourself that some people are special. That's why. 
Me too, I was sitting in church just like you. So me turn sorry to say Write notes, write notes. Me write. Write. You come and see my notes in my house. Plenty notes that yeah. I have. See, one day you go somewhere, you have to preach to somebody. That then you remember be. that ah, I wrote some notes. Let me bring it. Are you there? Yeah. So everybody, please, I beg you. Especially in this church. Maybe hey, another place, we... nobody will say it. But here, try and have a notebook and as a pen. And write, okay? Especially choristers. Right. Let's read the Proverbs 19. Go. In the multitude of words. Are you there? Can we really go? In the multitude of words, there wanted not sin. But he that refraineth his lips is wise. Let me add one more scripture. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 3. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 3. Can we read it together? Ready, go. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Amen. Amen. There is great wisdom in hiding and flourishing. It's a very great wisdom which the serpent has um, applied over the years. Which is what has made them survive up to now. Yeah. You know, Bishop says here that if there is a lion living in your area, you are likely to hear about it. <laughs> Why? Because most animals make some kind of noise alerting us to their existence. Yeah. When a lion is here now, you will know that a lion is here. It will roar. You know, and you know that there's a lion here. Even mosquitoes, they announce their presence. But snakes rarely make any noise. No. At all. Snakes are wise because they live in silence. Rarely disturbing anyone. It is rare for us to see a snake and to hear any noise because it is there. Because of this great wisdom key, snakes flourish and prosper more than any wild animal. Yeah. Do you hear snakes around when you are there? But they are there. And that is what has made them survive. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 2 and 3. Ecclesiastes 5, 2 and 3. If you can put it there for us. Okay. It said, Be not rash with your mouth. <laughs> and let not your heart be hasty to utter anything. And some people they talk too much. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. So let your words be few. Sometimes they're too much talking 
draws unnecessary attention to us. Joseph was one person who God wanted to bless. Eventually, it came to pass, but he went through so much that he shouldn't have gone through. Because God was revealing some things to him in dreams, he should have just kept quiet and be there. But he was just saying it. Oh, I had a dream. All of you are going to bow down to me. <laughs> you know, nobody will just leave you to go just like that. So that the snake has learned that if it's going to survive, it has to remain silent. Yeah. Snakes are masters at hiding. Most of the time, the patterns of the snake's skin camouflage the snake by breaking up its outline, making it difficult for predators to see where the animal's body begins and ends. They will just hide in just now. You will never see them. But they are there. You'll be surprised that where you are sitting, there's a snake somewhere around. Hey, hey. A striped snake, for example, may look quite noticeable on the pavement, but it will almost disappear when placed in the forest floor where it lives. He said they prosper mainly because they are hidden from the view of others. While snakes are hiding, they are flourishing, they are prospering, and they are multiplying. Flourishing, prospering, multiplying. I don't know why I feel that it is going to happen to somebody. Flourishing, prospering, multiplying. It is happening to you. Flourishing, prospering, multiplying. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I see you flourishing. I see you prospering. I see you multiplying. Oh, your amen is very weak. I said, I see you multiplying. I see you flourishing. I see you prospering. Receive it in the name of Jesus. If we are going to follow the wisdom of the snake, these three things will be your portion. You shall flourish. Oh, I think the amen, this side is weak. You shall flourish. You shall prosper. You shall multiply. Outside, can I hear your amen? Okay. <laughs> yeah. God wants you to flourish. God wants you to prosper. God wants you to multiply. The key, the secret, is this wisdom of hiding and flourishing. Wow. If we are going to follow these wisdom keys, I think this year we are going to do very well. A snake charmer in Bangladesh once found 3,500 poisonous cobras and their eggs hidden underneath the floors of two suburban homes. 
Papa, you are Bangladesh. I Three thousand five hundred. Two homes. They are homes. They are You will be shocked. To find the snakes, they say when you see one snake, know that there's a whole family there. It's amazing. A huge viper was recently discovered on one of our building sites. When I saw pictures of this viper, I had goosebumps all over me. It was so large and so frightening, I knew that this snake should be nowhere else but in the zoo. Where are dangerous animals kept? They are either out in the wild or confined to a zoo. But this dangerous viper had been living near human beings and flourishing. It had probably gotten married has several children over the years and how is it able to hide and flourish through the master key of being silent yeah so silence quietness hiding flourishing are the things we need to do this year why? Number one, because hiding and flourishing is a godly practice. That is how God is. Isaiah 45 verse 15 The Bible says that truly you are a God that hides himself. Yeah. You are a God that hides himself. That's the God that we serve. Sometimes it's difficult to locate God. Where is he? Where is he? You have to look for God. That's what the Bible says that he said you will find me if you shall look for me or search for me with all your heart. God is not somebody who is just around. You need to search for God. You need to look for God. That's the nature of God. He hides himself. That's why it's not just something that you just do. You Sometimes you go on waiting. You are praying, calling on the Lord. Three days, How many of you have been there? You've been looking for God. God is not anywhere to be found those of you didn't lift up here you haven't been looking for God <laughs> now if you have been looking for God you will find that it's not easy to find God yeah like one interpreter as the pastor was preaching yeah, God that hides himself the person says you see because the thing it's not easy to find it's difficult to find God. Are you there? We are here. So that's his nature, and it wants you and I to also have the same. Nature. If there are somebody they find you easily, it's no good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you see the Bible says that remove your feet or your foot from your neighbor's house lest he be wary of you 
Sometimes you're going too much. They see you too much. They get tired of you. <laughs> every day you are there. Every day you are there. It's also not a good thing. The Bible said they will be tired of you. They will even hate you. You see, so the snake, eh, it has learned that, listen, if I show myself too much, they will kill me. That's why it's always hiding. Maybe it's the reason why you're having all the problems. You are showing yourself too much. Hide. Tell somebody, hide. Sometimes even the things you have, you are showing off too much. There are some people, they are millionaires as they are working, but you never know. At the four where is Chaloti and moving? Maybe sitting in the keke. <laughs> but hiding himself. And flourishing. Number two, quietness and silence will cause you to command the respect of others. You will command respect. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. It says that I'm reading the New International Version. Are these people coming to church? <laughs> Make sure that everybody sits down. I mean, I don't know, walking around. <laughs> At the time you come, church is over. <laughs> right. It says that make it your ambition. Let me finish it. Okay. You, you say, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. He said, "What well, you should mind your own business and work with your own hands, just as we told you. What will happen? Verse 12. It says, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. Yeah. People will respect you. Have you noticed that people who don't talk much, there's a way that people are afraid of them. Have you noticed that thing? Yeah. Sometimes you are in a group with people and then there are some people, they are always very cool. You don't know what is going on in their heads. You always want to know. So we are afraid of such people. And you command respect. But the people that when we meet, you are talking cha 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 too much talking. You lose respect. Because you see, when somebody is even a fool and is not wise, he hasn't said anything and he's sitting down, you will never know that the person is a fool. Do you understand what I'm saying? You would think this, hey, this must be very intelligent. Then he makes a mistake to open his mouth. Then he says something. That is why these days the 
Miss Ghana and things, they don't just allow them to come and show their body. Because those days, people will come and wear their panty. Contestant number five. Catwalk. Change your star. Then they say, oh, she has won. Yes, you are doing because of her figure. It's a four-wheel drive. Get the, he has the front and the back. So our Manchester the back list. Then they give it to the person. But they realize that when they go abroad and they meet with the other contestant and they start asking them questions. See that? No. So now the beauty contest is not just in the body that you are showing. But now we want to hear the way you also think. So they will ask you. What do you think of the COVID-19? Uh, then you see. Oh, COVID-19. I think it's like 19... 19 sicknesses that has been put together. Beauty without knowledge. But a quiet life will make you command respect. Yeah. It's very important. That is why the devil is respected. Though. I said the devil, the serpent. People respect the serpent because quiet, but I tell you. Number three, hiding and flourishing will protect you from premature exposure in the ministry. Premature exposure. God will not want you to be exposed prematurely. Some of us, we are in a hurry to be exposed. Sometimes it's too early. Whatever is happening in your life, why you are not coming out and other people are coming you relax when it's your time i'm telling you you will also come on this yeah. yeah when people are acting a play it's not everybody who is on the stage some people are just there waiting but whoever is there, the person's time will be up. And then it will be your turn to also come and stand on stage. Yeah. All that time, the light will not be on you. The light will be on the one who is on the stage. That way, certain mistakes that you are making. Nobody even sees it because so, you are hidden. Over there. 
you make all the mistakes you make all the mistakes then one day the light is put on you then now you can shine because now you have overcome all the mistakes I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here I see the light coming upon you one of these days but wait where you are hide the time will come In Isaiah chapter 49. And verse 1. The Bible says that listen to me, you islands. Okay, you have given me the NIV. Maybe that would be nice. Let me read it. Hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me from my mother's womb. And he has spoken my name. Verse 2. He said, He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hit me. He hit me. He hit me. He made me into a polished arrow and he concealed me in his quiver. Before I was born, God knew me. He knew who I was. He knew what I was capable of. But he didn't release me. The Bible says he polished me. He worked on me. He prepared me. He hit me. A quiver is where they put these arrows and all that. You are a great arrow God is going to use. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to today. Am I prophesying to somebody? You are an arrow that God is going to use. You are a spear that God is going to use. You are going to do great works. But God is hiding you for some time. He's waiting for the opportune time so that he can pull you up and fire you. I don't know who I'm talking to. One of these days, you are going to be removed. Keep yourself hidden where you are. It's not time yet. But when the time comes, the God who formed you, the God who created you, the God who brought you to this earth, he will pull you out. I see God pulling somebody out. I see God bringing somebody out. It's going to be your season. That is going to be your time. When you come out, nobody can stop you. Whatever God has purpose with you, it will come to pass. Wow. He's hiding me. Choristers. Maybe you are not singing. Maybe just finish singing. It's because the light is on her. Because if we bring you out now, the way you will share the song. Nobody will stay in the church. So God is hiding you. You'll be singing in your bathroom. You'll be singing in your kitchen. You will sing as you are walking along the way. When you say, nobody will hear. But God is polishing you. As I prophesy to somebody, God is polishing you. God is preparing you. God is working on you. One day, 
it will be your turn and when you come and stand and you begin to sing people will say what a voice but they don't know that there was a time when you were hidden there was a time when God was hiding you there was a time when God was working on you somebody shout yes yes There was a time. He said, I'm going to hide you. I'll hide you. Put the scripture there. Isaiah 49. I'll hide you. I'm waiting for a time. He made me into a polished. Polishing me. Some of you, if you become a pastor now, everybody will go from the church. Because the way you get angry, so you are hidden. God is polishing you. God is polishing you. God is polishing you. And he concealed me in his quiver. So verse 3 says, look at it, he said, he said to me, you are my servant. And in you, I will display. I will display. I will display. I don't know what I'm speaking to somebody here. Am I talking to somebody here? I see God displaying his splendor. Through your life. Somebody say it's me. King James Bible says what? Verse 3, he says what? He says, you are my servant. In you, I'll be glorified. God is preparing you so that the day you come out, He will be glorified through you. Oh. I don't know how the King James the Message Bible puts it. But He said, I love it. He said to me, You are my dear servant. Through you, I will shine. 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 May God shine through you. I said, may God shine through you. As I'm preaching like this, God has been working on me. I was hidden somewhere, making a lot of mistakes in certain places but he was preparing me so that one day I can come and stand on this stage and preach to you oh I don't know what I'm talking to somebody when I found myself preaching in other nations all the time God was preparing me so that when he takes me to another nation I will not disgrace him you will not disgrace God. God will use you. Tell somebody, relax. God is working on you. Very soon. He's going to shine through you. Put your hands together. Now, why am I saying all this? I'm ending. I believe that as a church we've come to a place where we must also be hidden. 
Anytime you are open, you are under attack. Do you know why all these big animals are no longer dinosaurs and all these things? When you are too big, you are you are too much of a target. So we are going to go into what we call the underground church. I know why you are not clapping because you What do I mean by the underground church? Underground, sorry, Underground church is the church that is not seen, but it is real. In fact, the church that you see is actually standing on the underground church. When the underground church is not working, the church will not work. The, the subground, or what do you call it? Substructure. Sub, the superstructure. When you see a building standing there, you, you have no idea there is a part that is hidden. Which is what is making the house stand. Very strong. It is called the foundation. That's why we don't see. But when you come, you see all the lights. And all the things. You, you sort of feel that those are the most important things. But they are not. And a lot of people like the upper ground superstructure superstructure yeah. church because that is where yeah I'll come and stand and everybody will see me and then, and then, that, when we are being rewarded in heaven usually the people who are not seen those who are hidden they are the people who are rewarded yeah As I'm standing here preaching, I'm under more attack than you. No, nobody sees you. But you see, today, people have gone to people's homes and carried them to church. But nobody has seen them. They are the reason why the church is working. And I salute all these People. Are, there, are there people here you brought some people to church today can you stand I, I know we, we want you to be hidden but you just stand so that at least to explain what I'm saying you, 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 you wow. carry people to church wow you may be clapping for me but Is why this year, God bless you, you can take your seats. We are going to go into the underground. And every one of us is going to join the underground church and do some work for the Lord. I thought I was going to hear your amen. 
Because when I was prophesying to you, you were shouting and you were receiving. Are <laughs> you saying this or you are quiet? Now, where do you Yeah. We must go underground. You know, churches like um, Four Square Gospel Church. Hey, I'm sorry, we're from the Four Square Gospel Church. How many have heard of the Four Square Gospel Church? Oh, all of you haven't heard of it. When you go to Nigeria, in Ghana, I don't think they are here much. But when you go to Nigeria, they are all over the place. Nigeria, oh, and that church was founded by a lady, Amy Simple McPherson. McPherson. She founded the church. And today, the big church that she used to hold her meetings and all that, that church is no longer there. But the small, small, small underground churches that she started. Those are the ones that are flourishing today. from from Yeah. Just like the Church of Pentecost. All over the place. They are in small, small places. Hidden. You'll be surprised when you see them. Another church is the Methodist Church. Sorry, Methodist. You know, Rick Joyner. When he had a vision and was taken to heaven, he met John Wesley. John Wesley in heaven. And he asked John Wesley, John Wesley, what, what, what was your secret? How were you able to? He said, our secret was to meet in small groups until we gradually took over the world. Wow. Small groups. Until we eventually took over. He said it was a key he learned from the Moravians. So they were having what they call class. 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 When you go to the Methodist church, you see they're having Bible class. My mother was a, a leader of a Bible class. Bible For one day she invited me to come and share in her Bible class with her people. And they meet every Thursday. My mother is going for Bible class meeting. But you never know that these Bible class meetings is what kept them together. And today Methodist Church is all over the world. John Wesley never stepped in Ghana. John Wesley Ghana had that. But Methodist churches all over. Even Obwasi, how many Methodist churches do we have here? A lot. Methodists are sorry, those who poor Obwasi have been Where? Every community here, they have a church. They have a building. Oh, sorry, Dan. Hey, beloved. It's a wisdom that we also need to have. We cannot be a church that only depends on this meeting. No, it will just collapse. We need small, small, small meetings. Small, small, small meetings. That when we gather together, we are going to have a very big team that the enemy cannot overcome. Yeah. One of the good things about underground church is that number one, when you are in the underground church, you become humble. Because there's no star or whatever in the underground. Everybody's ground zero. 
Is that a place that you are going to stand and no. It's just some few people who just lift up a song. Everybody is singing. And when you go for such meetings, sometimes, sometimes when you go, the people don't come. You now you see that yes. <laughs> it's not easy doing the church work. <laughs> You'll be humble. <laughs> when you are preaching and you see that the word is not coming. <laughs> and you are standing there, you don't know anything what to say. <laughs> see that when the pastor is preaching, you respect the pastor. <laughs> One day a brother was preaching and somebody lifted up his hand. He said, a preacher now preaching a verse in him. Verse behind him. I am a verse in Kumwana. The person was telling, I am a verse in Kumwana. Preacher or preaching verse in You now, you will feel very intimidated. <laughs> Intina, God wants you to join the underground church. Tell somebody, Intina, God wants you to join the underground church. Underground <laughs> church. Number two, when you are there, my time is up. I have to close. When you are at the underground church, you will bring more understanding to people. The underground church is a place where people can get understanding. You see, as I'm preaching now, you would like to ask a question. But if you get up now to ask a question, an usher will rush to you and, and push you down. So you can't ask, but in the underground church, you can ask any question you want to ask. And that is a key that will make us become strong. Sometimes some people leave the church because they don't have understanding. Oh yeah. Sometimes you have no idea the reasons why some people leave. If one day somebody actually left because he said he doesn't like the dressing in the church. Yeah. So when I heard it, I called the person. I said, let me explain something. We are all not the same. There are some people, when they got born again, these are the clothes that they had before they got born again. The dress that she has, this side is cut like this. And that was what she was using to, 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 you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> so when she got born again, these are the clothes in her suitcase. What should she do? She should come to the church with only panty. This is what she has. So she is bringing it. Like Small, small. Small, small. As she is hearing the word of God, she will change. And as God blesses her, she will wear new clothes. Yeah. And some people, too, you see, understand it. They are just now beginning to understand. So, because some people feel that 
Like how that guy said, Pente, Pente. What is that? Oh, Pente, be Pente. Oh, Pente, be Pente. Bukum Bankun. Have you heard that advert before? Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> Somebody was advertising Pente. Every Pente, be Pente. Oh, say Pente, be a Pente. You haven't heard it before? Pente, da. Oh. <laughs> hey. Which, which paint was that? I think Azar. But you know the thing you are telling me you don't know it. <laughs> the guy said every painter be painting. Oh, painter be a painting. So there are some people every dress be dressed. So be so they don't understand that when you are coming to church, it has to be like that. You have to. You don't have to expose your breast. And yes, I would dance. Maybe she rather feels that she is advertising what God has given to her. Yeah, God has created me beautiful. I want everybody to see God has created me. Look at my breast. Can't you see it's beautiful? So she feels that it's okay. But with time, she comes to learn in church that Bible says that uh, uh, abstain from all appearances of evil. So she said, uh, the way I'm dressing. She comes to hear that all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient or helpful. So then, yes, I can wear anything, but it's not everything that will help my brother. The way my breast is showing. The way my thighs are showing. So then, I learned that I don't dress that way. So, everybody is coming small, small. And there are some people, before they got born again, they never knew any of these things. They were taught from the way they were growing up. They taught them how to dress, how to look okay before they got born again. So when you come, you don't understand why people are like that. So when I spoke to her, she understood. Then she came back to church. Yeah. So you see, but if she was in the underground church, she would have gone to the underground church and asked the shepherd over there. And the shepherd would have explained. Yeah. So, I want this year everybody to join the underground church to bring understanding to people. Are you there? The third reason why you must join the underground church is because people are aimless and useless. Aimless and useless. Yeah. So they need somebody to guide them. Yeah. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, Bible says that when Jesus saw the multitude, that they were aimless, they were useless, there was no shepherd. He 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 was very sad. So he said, I need somebody. 36. He was moved with compassion. So, God is looking for people just like you who have received enlightenment to also help people who are aimless walking around. They don't know what to do with them. All of us were aimless and useless. Till somebody brought direction to us. And you too. You are going to bring direction to someone. Now, how many would like to become a shepherd in the underground church? There are many people who need you. Many people need you to bring understanding. The reason why marriages break up lack of understanding. 
Sometimes a husband means well. But the wife doesn't understand. It's like the building of the Tower of Babel. I said Babel. I first you know There was confusion. But when somebody says, "Bring me the mortar," then the other person says, "What my mother?" Then the problem starts. Sometimes a husband will say, "I love you to the wife." Now, mm. and the wife is looking. Martin, are you sure? It's like there's a reason why you are saying I love you. And so God wants you to go and bring understanding. Sometimes people don't even understand the pastors why we do some things. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I find that somebody people misunderstand me. I, what you need to understand is that the pastor means well. Why, why would I want you not to do well? What, what will I gain? If I speak into your marriage, it's because I want your marriage to do well. I may sound like I'm against you. But rather, it is for your good. Yeah. Paul said, have I now become your enemy because I tell you the I don't mean any harm when I am speaking to you and correct. No. But lack of understanding. Yeah. When you are in an underground church, you become a worker. You will do some work because one day when we arrive in heaven, it will only be your work. Grace. Only your work. That will matter. Revelation 14, 13. Nothing else will matter. Every one of you must become a worker. Especially the women. You see, when I see women who don't do ministry work, I don't get it. Do you know why? Because the build up of the woman, everything about the woman is to do the work, to, to work. Yeah. First of all, they were they were created to produce. that way. So if we need more people to give birth to people in the church, souls in the church is the women. Number two, women were created to feed. Not even the man. That's why they have their breasts. The breast is meant for feeding. So a woman must be able to get people and teach them. The and yeah. yeah. Thirdly, a woman was created to care. And to give attention to details. As for men, we, we don't care. A man will tell you, they say, a husband has killed his wife. It's okay for the man. But a woman is not okay. Where, where was the wife? What happened? What did he use to kill the wife? 
At what time did he kill the wife? So who was standing there when now, he was killing the wife? Hey, what are all these questions? Now, See, what I know is that the man killed his wife. That's all. Now, women like details. So if we need somebody who will follow up the sheep, and to know how the chief is doing and to care for them is the woman oh you don't like my message I thought the women were going to clap yeah. a woman is created to, to be a mother people are calling you mommy mommy from mommy Mother, we are mommy. Mother, we we men, we don't know how to do it. Nah, me A woman was created to be attractive. Nah, So that people will be attracted to you. It will not be easy if a man goes somewhere and is preaching. Because there are some people they are fearfully. You see, the Bible says that there are some people who are fearfully and some are wonderfully made. So when you look at the face, I say that this is a fearfully made one. It's not everybody who come to the, such a face. If somebody comes, then it's the grace of God. But a woman, no matter what, or no, you know what? You know, shake her head like this. Everybody's coming like this. Ladies, you should be bringing more people to church. When you are there, 12 people are following you to church. But this year is going to happen. I said, This year is going to happen. I said, This year is going to happen. So I want all of you to get into the underground church. In this church, we call the underground church the Basenta. Basenta. Actually, it's two words that are put together. Bas and center. But we, we change the spelling. So we have B-A- it's C-E-N-T-A. Basenta. It's just a name that we have given. But it's just the smallest unit of the church where people gather to have meetings every week and then on Sundays they are passed to church. And when they grow to become about 12 people or more they are called a center. So we need a lot of people to be in all the areas of Obuasi. Like John Wesley said, we're going to be meeting in small, small groups. But eventually, we will take over Obuasi. We will take over Obuasi. We will take over Obuasi. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I need many people to join. Every one of you. And I'm saying, especially ladies. When you stand there and you are, instead of using it to make men fall, rather bring men to church. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Are you glad you came to church? Yeah. Are you going to hide and flourish? Are you glad that we are going to hide as a church and flourish? We are going to do that. And God is going to help us. Stand to your feet.
Wow. Are you excited? Lift up your hands and pray to God. Tell God to help you to hide. Teach you how to hide. I will say the prudent man foresee the evil ahead and hided himself. Pray that you be prudent to foresee the evil ahead. To foresee the things ahead so that you can hide yourself. Pray. 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 Oh yes Lord. Just pray and ask God to help you. If God can use anything, he can use you. Pray that you will be used in the underground church. Pray that you will be a part of the underground church. You will hide and flourish. In the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. May we not be like the simple who pass on and they are punished. And may we be like the prudent. Wise as serpents. So that we will hide. And do well as a church. Flourish as a church. Thank you Lord Jesus. Rekotolia baba baba basuta la la baboria sandara bande Likaturia satala la babo sandara bande Libodia katuria satala la baba baba bashikata la babone Oria rabara baba baba Thank you Lord Jesus We give ourselves to you Lord Jesus Father have your way our lives we bless you and as every head is bowed or eyes closed if you are here somebody invited you to church but you are not saved you are not born again today you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you're here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Today is a day of salvation. I see many hands lifted. It's a sign of surrender. Pray after me. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Today. Today. I thank you. I thank you. For dying on the cross. For dying on the cross. To save me from my sins. To save me from my sins. Forgive me. Forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Write my name. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. In the Lamb's book of life. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Now let's pray in Jesus. 
We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Faden. Prophet Faden would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Faden is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Faden comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.